un exemple. Un livre aussi est dit. Amen. What did we learn last Sunday? We looked at what? We looked at what? Prayer and faith. And there are some people I give an assignment. If I told you to bring uh, your what? Your proposal. If I told you to go check out with the car that you want. Did you do that homework? Who did that homework? You did, eh? Your lack of going to do your homework is the reason why the thing is not coming. Because, yes, it's the truth. It's the truth. God honors obedience. God will not come from heaven to go to a showroom to check for your car. That will not happen. God will not do a DM Tihani for you. You are the one who is supposed to do it. Can I hear an amen? God will not write a proposal for you. You do your part, he does his part. That is the reason why I say here, you are where you are because you want to be there. The day you will get tired, you will do something about it. One of these five days, actually, why don't you go this week and print out an architectural plan for your house? Is that too much to ask? No. Huh? Is that too much to ask? No. Well, homie, which car do you want? Which Suzuki? Eh? Which color? Blue. That's how you, you... Listen, when you don't have specific prayers, God will not give you specific answers. Praise be to God. Bonus if you fly in Kenya, God attenda kwa embassy. God attenda kwa immigration passport. Go do the physical, the natural. He does the supernatural. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. How many of you want a car? Praise be to God. How many of you have a driving license? Wow, the hands zimepungua. So you want Angel Gabriel to be driving the car? Uh, it won't happen. Praise be to God. If you heard what I said about faith, I said faith is now. Faith is trusting in God. But also faith is not crazy. Let me say that. Faith is not that crazy as you think. This is what I mean. If, for example, you're walking maybe somewhere and all of a sudden you meet with a cheetah or a leopard or a lion, faith will work. Because it's a situation you didn't intend to find yourself in. But if you go to Nairobi National Park to test faith, man, you'll be eaten alive. Because faith, as much as it's crazy, it's also not crazy. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So please, if you want to get married, go read about marriage. Go get some knowledge. Get some knowledge. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be to God. Amen. Amen. So today, I want us by the Spirit of God to look at the Word of God and prayer. Amen. The Word of God and prayer. So the first, first thing we introduced the topic of prayer. Then we did words and prayer. You saw that? Yes. You saw how important it is for you and I to have the right words in the right mouth. Yes. Then last Sunday we looked at faith and prayer. Faith and prayer. So allow me by the Spirit of God to just catapult every place that I can until I bring the message home. I may use my laptop, I may not use my laptop. I will flow as the Spirit of God leads me and guides me. And I hope you are going to receive something in Jesus' name. Amen. Out of this summer, may you not see pastor sweating. May you see 
what God intended for you today in Jesus' name. The Word of God. Tell, tell your neighbor the Word of God. Now, listen to me, people of God. It is very important, as much as you have to have faith, as much as you have to have the right word, as much as all these other things are working together for your good, you also need to know that prayer manifests and brings to result when you pray alongside the word of God. Listen to me, people of God. If all you do is to pray and never read the word of God, you're just like a car that doesn't have fuel. If all you do is read the word of God and never pray, it's like a car that has enough fuel, but all you do is to go, uh, put on the ignition, rev it, then switch off the ignition and get into your home. The two of them have to work together. The word of God is the fuel that you need, is the ignition that you need. Prayer is what ignites the word of God. Can I hear better amen? Say with me, prayer, prayer. Has, to has to work with the word of God. Say again, prayer, prayer. Has, to prayer. has to work with the word of God. Let's walk, uh, let's walk together to the book of Exodus. Let's go to Exodus. This was not in my notes, but I felt impressed to share together with you. Exodus chapter number 14. Uh, we are going to be looking at verse number, verse number 12. Let's begin from verse number 12. Actually, let's begin from verse number 11. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt, uh, dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it, has, it had better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Verse number 13. Want to go? And Moses said unto the people, All right. Fear ye not, mm-hmm. stand and see and see the salvation of the Lord, All right. which he will show you today. Okay. For the Egyptians you see today, you shall see them again. All right. Let's continue. The Lord shall fight for you. The Lord shall fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. The Lord shall fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. Is that a nice encouragement? Stand still and see the salvation of God. You don't need to fight this battle and so on and so forth. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Is that a great confession? All right, verse number 15. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore Christ thou unto me? The, the King James, the New King James, because here yeah, now people will be lost. But let's read it from the New King James. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to do what? I thought he was encouraging the children of Israel. I thought he was telling them and affirming them that God already has made a way for you. But here we see Jehovah telling them, telling Moses, the leader, Why are you crying out to me? In other words, God is telling Moses, from the time I got you from your father's father-in-law and I gave you an instruction that you are a deliverer, you should not be second-guessing me. You should be walking with my word. You should be running with my word. Praise be to God. Anytime you try to second-guess God, because that affirmation was a woishe of affirmation. Every time we try to second-guess God, we are actually doubting His Word. This Bible, I'm going to believe the, 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 the question marks. I'm going to believe the full stop, the commas, 
the present tense, the past tense, the word of God is not up for debate. When you begin to debate with the word of God, the word of God can never be of effect. Praise be to God. Say with me, the word of God is my finality. Praise be to God. When the word of God says, husband, love your wife as Christ loves the church, there is no other opinion. There is no other psychological wisdom. Oh, glory to God. There is no other word. It is the very word that I'm going to obey. So in my Noah, in my spirit man, I usually tell myself, if God said, husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church, it means I have the ability to love my wife. I have the ability to forgive. I have the ability to understand my wife. And I stand on the word of God. The problem is, most of us, we are not standing on the word of God. We are falling on the word of God. And I hear an amen. He says here, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go. Look at this. You know the story. Behind them, Pharaoh is coming. In front of them, there is the Red Sea. There is no miracle that has taken place. God has already spoken. Go and deliver my people. Praise be to God. Moses has seen the acts of God. Moses has seen plagues. Moses has seen snakes being, uh, 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 what was that? The stick being turned into a snake. He had seen the acts of God. So when God was telling him, move, he expected to totally and unreservedly walk with the word of God. That I don't know the way, but because he said, I will go. I know it is an ocean. I know there is no way. I know, I know uh, 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 there is nothing that can part the rest of but because he's saying gate, I'm gonna go. Amen. I'm gonna go. Amen. I'm gonna stay. Amen. Can I hear a better amen? amen? Say, I receive the word of God. I receive the word of Say, God. I don't debate with the word of God. I, I run with the word of God. I run with the word of God. The reason sometimes you don't get your blessing is because you're debating with the word of God. The word of God says, support my work. You're still logical with the word of God. The word of God says, stay away from strange women. You're also still debating with strange women. Listen, there is a generation that is not about to debate with the word of God. This generation is going to stand with the word of God. When the Bible says, honor our parents, there is not up for debate. When the Bible says, honor people in leadership, no debate. We are going to practice the word of God. Say, I'm practicing the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Are you ready for me today? Yes. Like I said, reading the word alone and not praying is like having a car full of fuel. But the only thing being done is to read it and then go back. So there are people who are word-loaded. I call them word men. You have the exegesis. You have, you have the exegesis. You have the morphologies and all of these things. But you hardly pray. And that is the mistake of grace-oriented people. They think because Jesus has done everything, including things to pray, he has already done them. And you're forgetting. Your, your, your big brother in heaven is still interceding for you. He died, resurrected, he rose. But in heaven, he's at the right hand of the Father. Doing what? If your big brother Jesus is interceding, how much more you? Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Let me tell you, people of God, Unless we become a generation of prayer warriors, there is a move of the Spirit of God we will never see. 
and we shall pray and things of homosexuals have to come to Jesus. We shall pray away sexual sin. We shall pray until the spirit of divorce has gone on in Kenya. Praise be to God. There is a prophecy over, over Kenya. Let me remind you. There is a prophecy over Kenya. It has been spoken for over 20 years. That Kenya shall become the springboard of revival. Enough of praying for revival. We are going to be the move of God. Amen. I am not praying for a move of God. Amen. I, I am the move of God. Can I hear an amen? amen? So how do you become the move of God? You actually become the word incarnate. Amen. The Bible says, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Then the Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. In other words, you are the word of God walking. Oh, oh, I'm losing people here. You are actually the word, because Jesus is already in you. The Holy Spirit is already in you. So if I'm walking in the streets of Kipuyu, guess what? It is the word of God. The answers of God, the counsel of God is working. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Uh, Nowadays, it is becoming difficult and harder to find honest people. Is it honest or honest or whatever? And like they say, honesty is what? The best policy. Now, let me show you something about the word of God. If if, if suddenly you tell me tomorrow that Pasi, I'm going to give you a check of one million. Praise God. Amen. And then tomorrow at about, you tell me you're going to bring it at around 10 a.m. And you bring the check. We account in the human account that this woman is an honest woman. It is not the check that matters. It is the fulfillment of your words. Glory to God. I'm heading somewhere. Now, God himself has put a bind on his word. He cannot step out of his word. Let me slow down. God is so sovereign. God is so sovereign. Sidio. Hey, talk to me. God is God is sovereign. Yes. But as sovereign as God is, he can't step away from his word. That is why things will happen in this world and God is watching. Because it's not his part. It is your part. Praise be to God. God will watch your marriage go down to drain if you don't stand up and act on your marriage. Praise be to God. You will speak in tongues. You will prophesy. <laughs> Talk to me. You will go with word of wisdom, word of knowledge, but you will end up in divorce until you work your marriage. Praise be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So when it comes to God, when it comes to Jesus, when it comes to the Holy Spirit, what matters is His word. Because God has already put a bind around His word. If God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you, I stand with the word that you will never leave me nor forsake me. I may not feel it, but I stand with the word of God. The word of God is not for feeling. The word of God is for practicing. Uh, in the Old Testament, Mr. Francis, the Bible will say, if you're willing and obedient, 
You shall do what? Eat the good of the land. In the New Testament, we don't obey the word. We do the word. Yes. You don't obey the word in the New Testament, son. You do it. Yeah. Let's go back to Is it Isaiah 1 something? If you're willing and obedient. Isaiah something, I don't know. Isaiah 1 10 or something, or 3 10 somewhere. Look at this. The Bible says, if you're willing and obedient, you shall do what? You shall do what? So, question is, Miss Miliana University or the School of the Spirit, I have a degree in priority yeah. eh? and ministry. But for the English people here, I can be willing but not obedient. True? I can be willing but not be obedient. Sindio, I can also be obedient and not willing. Sindio, now let's go now to the New Testament. When I say you don't obey the word. Because there are people who are willing to obey but they don't obey. There are people who are obeying the word but it's, it's not coming from a willing heart. Nina make sense, Leo? Yes. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? We are saying there are people who are willing but not obedient. And willing is like a wish. I'm willing to do something but I'm not willing to take a step to obey what I'm willing. And then here we are saying that there are guys who are obedient, but they're not, it's not coming from a pure heart. You see that in First Chronicles 25. First Chronicles 25, you can see that story there. Let me show you how you can be obedient but not willing. Second Chronicles, sorry. Second Chronicles chapter, uh, chapter 25. Second Chronicles. Amaziah was what? 25 years old when he became king. And he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was that one of Jerusalem. Verse number two. And he did what? In the sight of the Lord, but not what? So you can do something that is right. Show us the message Bible. What does the message Bible say? He says what? He lived well before God, doing the right thing. For the most part, but he wasn't wholeheartedly devoted to God. Have I proved myself? Now, in the in the New Testament, I've said what you don't obey, you do it. The act of doing the word is actually the obedience. I'm gonna go soon. Yes, yes. You are saying? Which 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 part of willingness proves that you obeyed you coming? You're getting it. You came. That, that, so we can say faith was willing and obedient to come to church. 
Is it true? Now, if you obeyed, you came to church, but you decided you are going to speak on your phone. Were you obedient? You came to church. Were you obedient? No. Is it making sense? Now let's go to James. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. James chapter number one. Did you carry your Bibles? Yes. Is everything clear back at Hapo? Yes. Eh? Is there clarity? Yes, Mary. Uh, you are going ahead of myself, eh? but you are in the right track. James, I'm a Lisa. Is that religion? All right. I'm going to jibu you in a few. All right. Let's go to, um, let's go where? Let's go to James chapter 1, verse number 21. We're going to read the New King James Version. Are you learning something? Yes. Mrs. Francis, are you learning something? Yes. All right. To some and I want you to read what I was saying what you seen one of our guys. Where did you where did you where did you where did you you edit what to go therefore lay aside all uh-huh and receive with what meekness the implanted word of God the engrafted word of God which is that what which is able so the word of God is able to save your soul. I'm going to show you that the word of God is able to discern between soul, spirit, and body. I'm going to show you in this teaching. So somewhere at the back of your mind, save that in your flashes. That is, the word of God is able to save my soul. Praise be to God. Alright. So, read that. Be, but be doers of the word. Is he telling you to obey? No. To some but be not hearers only. So when you keep hearing and you're not doing the word, you're deceiving yourself. So how many deceivers are in church? <laughs> it's a joke, eh? Uh, but be doers of the word of God, and not only hearers only, deceiving yourself. Verse 23, for if anyone is a hearer of the word, I know some people here. Let's read one to go. For if any is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. In a what? In a mirror. Okay, uh huh. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of Exactly my point. That's why I keep on repeating about righteousness. I keep on repeating about grace. I keep on repeating about. Mercy, justification, so great salvation. Why? Because not all of us are in the same growth curve. Some of them are just looking at the mirror. They go, they forget. I have to remind them on Wednesday. I have to remind them on Sunday. Praise be to God. Yes, sir. And what's up? And what's up? Can I? <laughs> For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of a man he is. So your identity is in the word of God. Praise be to God. Your identity is not on Facebook. Your identity is not what people think. You are not people's opinion. Praise be to God. You are not people's opinion. The last I checked, you are not a Kikuyu. You are a Christian Kikuyu. Oh, no. Oh, you are not a Kenyan. You are a Christian Kenyan. 
The first identity is Christ. When a man cannot get their identity on Christ, he's a lost person. <laughs> Praise be to God. And I get to see myself in the mirror. The Bible says, in, is, is it Second uh, Corinthians 3? We are going to get back here. Second Corinthians 3. Let's begin from verse number 16. 2 Corinthians 3, 16. Nevertheless, when one turns to the law, the veil is taken away. In other words, in the New Testament, there is no veil. There is no mystery. The Holy Ghost has unveiled God. Praise be to God. Verse 17 says what? Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. In other words, I cannot walk with the Spirit of God and in bondage. Oh, the shackles have been broken. I am in liberty. Freedom is my other name. Praise God. Verse 18 says what? But we all, with unveiled face, oh glory God, glory to God, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of God. So the mirror is the word of God. Remember it, James? The mirror is the word of God. And the Bible says, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed. The root word translated transformed is metamorphosis. That's where we get metamorphosis. As I behold the mirror of the word of God, I am being changed. I used to be angry. I cannot be angry anymore. I never used to walk in love. But as I behold the word of God, I am being changed. I am being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. In other words, the word of God changes me to the image of Christ. The word of God changes me to the mirror of Christ. All of a sudden, when I walk, I am humble. I don't need to pray, God, make me humble. The word of God makes me humble. All of a sudden, I don't carry offenses. As I behold the mirror of God, I realize Christ never used to carry offenses. He used to forgive people. Forgiving becomes easy as I behold the mirror. Praise be to God. Glory to God. Glory. There are certain things in your life, they are not prayer items. Read the word. The word delivers you. I have a problem forgiving people as I behold Jesus. The one that forgave me keeps forgiving me. It is easy to forgive. Glory to God. Back to James. Say, I'm being transformed. I am being changed. Somebody's learning something in church. Praise be to God. So what happened to my, uh, what happened? And the way I was enjoying myself. Hallelujah. Commander, I tell Mike. All right. For if, for if anyone is a hearer of the word, what? For if anyone is a hearer of the word, all right? I know that doer. I know what? I do He's not what? I do a word. Oh, talk to me. For if anyone is what? A hearer of the word. And know what? A doer. A doer. Is like a man observing. observing his natural face in a mirror. Verse number 24. All right. What does the Bible say? And forget what kind of a man he was. All right. Verse number 25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty. 
In other words, you don't need deliverance, people of God. The word of God is able to deliver you. That's why we don't have deliverance services here. Because as you eat the word of God, the word is able to deliver you. The word is able to deliver your marriage. Because it's the law of liberty. And continues in it. So you don't eat on Monday. Skip on Friday. Skip on on two weeks. You continually do it. And it's not a forgetful hearer. Becoming a forgetful hearer means I practice the word. I become the word. I reason like the word. My wisdom is the word. But a doer, listen to that. He's not an an obeyer per se. He's a doer of the word. Of the of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Glory to God. Amen. Show us in the message, Bible. Are you learning something? Yes. My mic is on. Hallelujah. Are you learning something? Yes. Oh yes. I have something. Is it? This is not the way it. No way it. Glory to God. Amen. So. Uh, what does the Bible say? So throw all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garage. See me in the same the Biblia. Uh-huh. In simple humility. In simple humility, let our garden God landscape you with what? What landscapes your life? The word of God. The word is able to change your mindset. Praise be to God. Amen. Long before you can wear a suit, there, there are changes the word of God does in your inner man. Actually, the product of your outside atmosphere is what is happening on the inside. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Then it says what? Making a salvation garden of your life. Verse 22. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you're a listener when you're anything but Letting the word go in one ear and out. <laughs> Look at that. He says what? Act on what? Act on what you hear. So you don't debate. You act on what you hear. Hallelujah. You do what? You do what? Now I know we are in a generation that has been messed up by pastors, evangelists, prophets, and so on and so forth. But like I keep on reminding you, they are still genuine servants of God. When your pastor says you are blessed, don't debate about it. The reason why sometimes the prophetic word does not come to pass is you are debating about it. You are like this pastor with this box that never reduces. How can he prophesy to me? Praise be to God. Jesus himself proves this point. He says he was not able to do much more miracles. Because they did not believe in him. The Bible says that you should believe God. Second Chronicles. You should believe God and you shall be established. Believe their, their prophets. You shall be prosperous. The Bible says, Apostle Paul speaking, us being poor, making people rich. So Pasi can make you rich. Pasi can do it. Yesterday I told some people here, Pastor's authority is actually higher than your parents' authority. Mm-hmm. Your parent can curse you. Pastor can reverse the curse. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. Amen. So I say you're blessed. Amen. Whatever was spoken negative about your life, by the mercies of God, we reverse it. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. He says, act on what you hear. Verse number 23. 
Those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror, walk away, and two minutes later have no idea who they are and what they look like. Yes, Mrs. Microphone. So, you said, okay, like my parents passes me and you pass it, mm-hmm. and that pastors have a higher authority than parents. Yes. So, where does honoring my parents and obeying my pastor meet? It meets at the place called wisdom. Really? Yes. For example, mm-hmm. let me give you, let me shock you guys. Can I shock you? Yeah. Can I shock you guys? In as much as we are here as a church, I am the authority over this church. Praise be to God. Now, if I needed Mrs. Mashare to do something for the church, I will not request her. I will talk to her authority. Her authority is who? Her husband. Praise be to God. That is why it's important to marry the right person. If Mr. Gabriel, a.k.a. Angel, what's happening? Gabriel, a.k.a. Angel, all right, says that from today, JCC is not a relationship. And Mrs. Masharia comes to church and she tells me, Pasi, my husband is saying we have to move churches. I will tell her, obey your husband. Because that's your authority. <laughs> 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 eh? Eh? It's a hard small. That is how authority is practiced. Can I hear an amen? That is why it is full hand for a woman who's married to obey the pastor more than her husband. Because the husband is the authority. Because you're already a single lady. Yeah. But that's how authority is. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? The husband is the authority over that home. Me, I'm the authority over this home. Is it making sense? Is it making sense? Yes. And Christ is the authority over all of us. So there is no breaking rank. Can I shock you? If as a woman you're married, you go begin a business, or you get a loan from somewhere, and your husband doesn't know you're doing it out of his authority. It's not a blessing. Watch at Alright, for parents. The Bible says in Ephesians 6, says what? Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. I say, and I keep on repeating. Pay attention to what? Sorry. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Your parents what? In the Lord. In other words, your obedience should be in the confines of what the Lord has allowed. So for example, if your parent tells you to drink, are you obeying them in the Lord? No. Because the Lord does not require you, does not speak about you drinking. Children, Obey your parents in the Lord, in the confines of what the Lord has instituted. And that's why when you read that scripture down there, it says, Fathers, don't provoke your children. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath. But bring them up in training and admonition of who? So even me, when I'm raising my children, it's not physical, uh, psychological wisdom. 
I have to ask the Lord, how do I raise these children? Okay. So, when it comes to your parents, your parent here and your pastor here, if your parent tells you don't go to church, and pastor is telling you go to church, who do you obey? Who do you obey? Who do you obey? Who do you obey? So, me nasema in this context. Nasema in this context. Nasema in this context. Unakana mzazi wako. Right? Nasema mekwambi usiene church. Pasia mekwambi enda church. Who do you obey? You obey your parents. You obey your parents. And as you obey, you tell the Lord to talk to them. Because when you stand before the judgment seat, you will be asked, did you obey? Because I said, obey your parents. In the Lord. You see, you are still under the authority. Don't get to pray. Uko chili authority yake, unakaa kwake, hauna kwako, amekuambia usiende, sasa utakuja, is your gospel even preaching to them? So wisdom comes in this way. Wisdom comes in this way. If your parents tell you, don't go to church, sit down with your parents. Tell them why you should go to church. Tell them why you feel you should go to church. If they tell you don't go to church, sit down. Let God fight for you. Because God has a way of fighting for people. Praise be to God. It's a hard small, but you have to practice the work. It's the same way a married couple, the husband can tell the wife, I don't want to see you in that church. And pastor says you come to church. Who will you obey? If the, the wife is just away, we have one. And I'm fine. I've been told to have one. So I can't. <laughs> Are you seeing the story where it's going? Yeah? I can't help you much. Praise be to God. Sometimes even a parent will tell you not to go to church. Because several things are happening. Maybe God, through your parents, is teaching you a lesson. Submission. Because to Mr. Francis, will you always be with your parents? A time comes with a talker. I have, so you your dad, your mama, Kisemo, is come to church. I'm a, I'm a internet. You can still stream the service on YouTube. There are so many options. That's why I'm saying wisdom. Let your, let your, your salvation make a point to them. Let them see that you truly, truly walk this walk of faith. See your Bible, Mekwambia, you wives, if you're married to an unbelieving husband, they can be warned by your conduct. Yeah. So you wife, if they say, if the husband says, don't come to church. We'll pray for you. We'll pray for you. You're heading to divorce. Man, this is a hard spot, but I have to tell you the truth. Yes. Yes. Sometimes your parents, they are drunkards for their sin. Ujayona mzazi mwenye anajua unapenda church. 
Eh, alafu wamekwambia usiende. Alafu kidogo kidogo wanakuza na leo kwa nini? Kwa nini uombe? Sitakuona ukishika vibe. You like <laughs> Karibu muombie kikitu eh. They are watching your conduct. As a pastor I will tell you this. As long as you are under your parents, that's your guardian. Obey them. It's hard small. You may not like to feel it, I'm not to like it, but that's the gospel. Hallelujah. So where was I? Uliza tu. Munasaidika? Uh-huh. Uh, so you must children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now for families that don't believe in God, yeah, and then the you see, you are not wiser than God. God will never give you a perfect parent. God will give you a parent when you because you are sorry for you to have access on this world. You needed somebody. God doesn't choose perfect people. God choose, chooses. Degenerate, funny parents. They will be dear happen. You get my point? I have, my pastor will tell me, if you have a drunk father and they want to bless you, let them bless you. Just because you have so many scriptures, always negate Baraka and Mutasi. And as a quarter, and I try to Jesus wept. I want to kneel down here, my son. That blessing is recognized in heaven. You ask me. Let's say in the context of let me use Josiah. A dad abused her all through her life. Yeah. So what does do you say something about wisdom? What is wisdom in that context? Because you see, wisdom also. You know, wisdom see wala. We went to the gate wisdom. For example. Uh, let me use a couple that is married. So we know divorce is not supposed to happen. God hates divorce. But me and my wife will tell you, if the husband hits you, threatens you with a knife, we'll tell you, move away. That is wisdom. You cannot stay with a parent that is raping you. Enrabashangi. No. Wisdom means move away. Is it helping somebody? That is wisdom. But come on, Jafika, your level. Because as long as you are a teenager, you are a teenager. You are a teenager. teenager. Come, let us reason together. You are getting my point. Eh? Like I told you some other time, as a parent, do the best you can. Let me tell you, people of God, I am trying my best by the Spirit of God and the help of my wife to raise my voice. But I am sure, I am what? Sure. A time will come, they will say, according to their pattern. As much as I will try, there is a place that will be able to group of schools. <laughs> You're getting, <laughs> You're getting my point. We, as a parent, ukikuja, ukikuja, ukikuja kwa hii dunia, unakuja na parents si perfect. Wisdom ni kujua kuna places hile sitakubana. Kuna boundaries. But hata kama kuna boundaries, you do them respectfully and with wisdom. 
Can I hear an amen? Actually, by the Spirit of God, I hear this. Watch on transitions. Watch on transitions. What we do on Angubah for transitions? Hallelujah. Where were we before we went to children obey your parents in the Lord? When the pastor, when the pastor says you're blessed, you're blessed. Can I hear the So I say you're blessed. I say again you're blessed. Alright? Even my authority as a pastor is also confined by God. I cannot bypass some things. And I hear the amen. Like Saisi, you can a beef now as you I will come as coffee and man to give pastoral wisdom. But at the end of the day, the, the, the parent has the right over their children. Let's not forget those things. Let's not forget those things. You see me as a Parsi, me, you're seeing me. When I meet my mother, I do exegesis, I do my revelation, I do some resorted. When I meet her, my wife will tell you, I kneel down. I tell her, mommy, pray for me. Lay hands on me. She tells me, you're the pastor. I tell her, you are the main pastor. I'm kneeling down. Pray for me. Because I know there's something with the parents' blessing. Can I hear an amen? amen? Don't even get married if your parents are not okay with it. Wait until they are okay with it. That past, uh, parental blessing. It's very important. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Let God bless you. Your pastor bless you. Your parents bless you. Don't tell you to say my amen. But whoever catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God, the free life. What happened to this one? It's talking. In a washer. See God, man. Are you okay? Now, where did Jesus want to give you? Okay, so want to go? Let's read there. But whoever catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God, the free life, even out of the corner of his eye, and sticks with it, is not distracted, scattered brain, but a man or woman of action. That person will find life and affirmation in the action. Praise be to God. So, so far, what have we learned? Oh, you are here as only. <laughs> what have you learned? Uh huh. The New Testament requires you to be doers, not obeyers, but doers. Eh? What have you learned also? Don't debate with the Word of God. What have you learned also? Huh? Prayer requires the Word of God. Yes, Chris. Your identity is in the Word of God. And suddenly, before I continue, that, those questions about parents and stuff, also, it's by case by case. Um, we handle them case by case. Alright? We cannot put a blanket solution. It's case by case. Alright? So, can I continue? Oh, yes. Are you learning something? Oh, yes. Alright. Now, let me tell you another thing. We have known that I cannot pray without the Word of God. Alright? Oh, yes. We have seen that the Word of God is the igniter. And it requires my prayer for it to be effectual. We have seen that. Now, can I shock you? Or because some of you know, but can I shock you? Act shock. (laughs) Can I shock you that you and I are products of the world? 
The Bible says in James 1.18, of his own will begat he us by the word of truth. Hey, of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of fast foods of his creatures. In other words, son, it was, all, it was not my will. It, is, it was the will of God. And I am born of the word of God. So if I'm born of the word, then it takes the word to sustain me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. In other words, the DNA in me is the word. Praise be to God. Can I shock you? Even the more. John 1.12. John 1.12. What does the Bible say in John 1.12? Glory to God. Uh, but as many as received him, Jesus, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Now let's look at the Amplified Version. What does the Bible say? It says what in the Amplified? But to as many as did receive and welcome him. How many of you have received him? And welcomed him. He gave the authority, the power, the privilege, the right to become who? The children of God. That is to be to those who believe, adhere to, trust him, and rely on his name. Verse 13 is where I was going. Who owe their birth, neither to blood, nor to the will of the flesh. Oh, glory to God. Pay attention to the scriptures. What is the Bible telling us, people of God? We don't owe our baths to what? To blood. Blood and flesh. You are here physically, physically because you have a body that has blood and flesh. But when you received Jesus, that is what we call born again, you are born into another family that does not require blood. In other words, diseases that come by that bloodline. Am I making sense? And then he says, not to the will of the flesh, that of physical impulse, not to the will of men, that of a natural father, but to God. I know you have a dad, but in the eyes of God, he sees you as his seed. Oh, Lord. But to God, they are born of God. Say, I am born of God. Say again, I am born of God. And what does the Bible say? For whoever is born of God has overcome. Oh, glory to God. That is First John 4, 4. Whoever is born of God has overcome the world. Can you see that scripture? Whoever is born of God. Am I born of God? So am I born of the word of God? So the Bible says, you are of God, little children. Alright, it is 5, 1 John uh, 5, 4. Yes, 1 John 5, 4. For whatever is born of God, talk to me now, has done what? Talk to me, has done what? Whatever is born of God, overcomes the world. Say with me, I am an overcome. Overcomers is not the name of a church. 
Overcomers is the name of anyone born of the word of God. So we are born of the word. Whatever is born of God overcomes this world. And this is the victory. What is the victory? That we overcome because we are born of the word. And this is the victory that has overcome the word. What is our victory? Our faith. faith. What is our faith? I am born of God. I overcome. I am born of God. I overcome. I overcome cancer. I overcome diabetes. I overcome it all. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, the physical might look like it is impossible. But whatever is born of God overcomes the world. I am an overcomer in the name of Jesus Christ. That is why Paul says, What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Can I hear an amen? Can I hear better amen? What, uh, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for your marriage, who can be against it? Can I hear an amen? Then he says, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? In other words, God is going to give you some stuff because of Jesus. Can I hear a better amen? And the Bible says, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? That is why we walk in this church with no condemnation. For the Bible says, for there is no now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. I know you woke up from the wrong bed, but there is no condemnation. Stand still and tell yourself, I am the temple of God in the name of Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Who shall bring a charge against Against God's elect. Say with me, I am God's elect. You are not God's elect because you do right. You are God's elect because of what Jesus did. It is God who justifies. It is God who justifies me. It is God who has made me a new creation. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ who died and forevermore is also risen. Who is ever at the right hand of God who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who? Tell yourself who? Who shall separate me from the love of Christ shall tribulation. In other words, if you go through some stuff, you're still not separated from the love of Christ. If people deny you, you're still not separated from the love of Christ. Or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for slaughter. Yet in all these things, I am more than a in Christ Jesus. Let me begin to preach there and tell you people of God, there is a difference between being a conqueror and being more than a conqueror. When, when, you, when you say that I am a conqueror, it means you have already gotten what you wanted to conquer. But when the Bible says you are more than a conqueror, it means you are using what you conquer. Praise be to God. So when the Bible says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. In other words, you are conquering. In other words, you are standing strong. In other words, you are standing straight. In the name of Jesus, there is something called the grace to stand. You are able to stand. Whether the devil likes it, you are able to stand. I am reminded of what James says. Count it all joy when you go through diverse trials and tribulations. In other words, when you see challenges coming, begin to dance. Begin to get some dance. Get some praise 
shoes because you know this is a setback because it's just about to do the impossible. He says, Count it all joy when you fall into various trials and tribulations, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Oh, count it all joy. You may not be married, count it all joy. It doesn't make sense, count it all joy. We shall see and know and consider and understand that the hand of God is upon you. Can I hear a better amen? And then the Bible says, you are of God, you little children, because you have overcome them, because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I wish you could take these scriptures and run with them. You will never need another deliverance service, because the greater one is for you. The greater one is in you. Everywhere you go, the greater one is with you. Can I hear a better amen? Can I hear a better amen? That is why we shall go and preach in Kisi. Where there is wickedness, where there is witchcraft, because the greater one is for us. That is why again we are going to come to, to Kamani and we are going to preach the gospel because the greater one is for us. Can I hear better? Amen. Enough of Christians being weak and victims. Maoishe, spaghetti legged Christians, when you carry the power of God. Unafungua biashara wakiweka udi na ubani unachukua the new testament greater greater is he greater greater is he that is in me and he that is in the world i fire them i scatter them oh, glory to god praise be to god one one time when we were just about to open this church we met a couple that had opened a church earlier in Kibu. they had done a crusade and they shared this story that they put the sound equipment and everything, and then the sound equipment was lifted up and thrown. So he was telling me, when you go to Kikuvi, you better be prayed up. I say it by the anointing of God. It is not my prayer that moves God. It is my identity in Christ. When God moved, he moved in Christ. God is not moving again. He moved in Christ. And I say, when I show up, the principalities will know that somebody has showed up. Can I hear the amen? So greater is he that is in us. That is why you cannot be suicidal. The greater one is in you. But if the spirit of you that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he doesn't cause you to be suicidal. He revitalizes your mortal boy. Glory to God. In other words, if I find that my kidneys are working, the Bible says, come and buy without money. Hey, praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. The Bible says in Luke 10, verse 19. What does the Bible say? In Luke 10, 19. Let me show you. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, not some of his power, not 90%, all of his power, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. In other words, when you're driving, you go praying. Don't pray a prayer of fear. Pray a prayer of affirmation that I cannot be involved in an accident. Any serpent and scorpions, you're under my feet in the name of Jesus Christ. You are under my feet. Divorce, you are under my feet. Can I hear better? Amen. You have the authority. If the Bible says, Behold, I give pastors the authority, he says, Who? 
You. I give you. Say you. Me. You. I give you the authority to travel on serpents and scorpions. And what? And I'm all the power of the enemy. That includes generational curses. Praise be to God. That includes curses. That includes genealogies that are funny. And he says, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So I choose to rely on the word of God. That nothing can hurt me if my father is not aware. There is nothing that can touch my life if the Lord has not permitted it. And I stand with the word of God that I will trample on serpents into good and scorpions and the spirit of religion in the name of Jesus. I have the power over the enemy. I have power over divorce. Actually, my knee is on his neck, pressing him down in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I hear an amen? You shall not be hurt. You shall not die. When you're going to Shango in Christmas, go knowing that you're safe. And when you get to the matter, you say, and nothing shall by enemies hurt me. In the name of Jesus, I wish the Lord will open up your eyes to see how he protects you without your knowledge. You left your gas, he protected you. You were just about to be hit by a bullet, he protected you. And nothing shall by enemies hurt me. If you believe it, say amen. I choose to stand with the word of God. The word of God is not up for debate. The word of God is for practicing. Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Had he said it, shall he not do it? Or had he spoken, shall he not make it good? If God comes today and says that from today, Ken is a Caucasian, whether we like it or not, the word of God is potent enough to change you to be a Caucasian in the name of Jesus Christ. The word of God is not up for debate. The word of the Bible says that our economy is not under recession because we practice the economy of heaven. Don't look for uh, with your sight. Use the sight of faith. Can I hear a better amen? The Bible says that in Psalm 18, verse number 30, as for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a butler to all those that trust Him. I choose to believe the word that is proven. If God says in your spirit, man, that 2021 you shall get married, oh, stand in the word of God. Don't look at the months. Stand in the word of God. Did you realize or don't you realize that God does not work with months? Before the eyes of God, it is not months. Can I hear an amen? When it says tomorrow at this time, I choose to be in the word of God. Can I hear an amen? Let's continue. What does the Bible say? For who is God? Let's go back to verse number, verse number, verse number uh, 29. What does the Bible say in verse number 29? For by God, I have run through a troop. Hey! For by my God, I can run against a troop. And by my God, I can live over walls. In other words, the word of God is potent in our people of God that there is no limitation. There is no limitation. When you find a wall of finances, Tell it, I can run against a troop, leap over walls. So I'm leaping over walls of limitations. In the name of Jesus Christ. But pastor, don't you realize I lost my job? I lost my business. I lost my capital. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. I am leaping over walls. Say with me, I am leaping over walls. Say again, I'm leaping over walls. I'm leaping over limitations. I'm leaping over walls. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Verse number 31, what does the Bible say? For who is God? Say the Lord. Or who is our rock? Say our God. For it is God who guided me with strength and makes me, makes my way perfect. In other words, where the Bible says that the young man lose their strength, I depend on the strength of God. So I usually tell myself, I am not a pastor by my strength. I am a pastor by the strength of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Verse number 33. He makes my feet like hind feet and settled me up upon my high places. Oh, he teaches my hands to walk. Glory to God. We are a kingdom of fighters. We are a kingdom of fighters. And when you begin to pray, you're fighting. You're beginning to fight with your hands. And he teaches my hands to walk so that a bow of steel is broken by my arms. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation. And thy right hand has holded me up. And the greatness has made me great. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Glory to God. John 1 1. What does the Bible say? In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was what? And the Word was what? And the Word was what? In other words, Mr. Francis, now the Word takes a personality. It's going to get messed up here. The Word now takes a personality. Jumps from your Bible becomes a person. Stay with me. I'm slowing down. In the beginning was what? The word. And? The word and the word was? God. And the word was God. So, in the beginning was what? The word. the word. And in that beginning, the word was with God. And in that beginning, what happened? The word and God were one and the same thing. Praise be to God. Are you learning something? They don't get instructed with this then verse 2 says what? The same was in the beginning with God. Pay attention when God is repeating some words. So, Esther, can I say this because you have a degree? Can I say this? In the in Genesis was the word. Can I say that? Yes. Can I say that? Can I say in Genesis was the word? So many scriptures are In what? Genesis. In Genesis was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Is it true? Is it true? Hey, is it true? Let's continue. The same was in Genesis with God. Alright? All things were made by Him. Is he talking about Genesis? Is he talking about Genesis? All things were made by Him. And without him was not anything made that was made. So in other words, apart from Jesus, there is nothing that is made. In other words, even the gravity that is holding you, it is suspended by his word. Uh In him, talk to me, in what? Is he saying in him is life? Is he saying what? Was life. And the life was what? So in him was what? Zoe. And this Zoe was the light of man. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 4. 
Please pay attention. I'm going very slow because I want to teach you how to pray nicely. But if our gospel be it is he to them that are lost. What is the gospel? Death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. If the gospel be he, it is he to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has planted the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light talk to me, people. Lest the in him was life. And the life was the light of men. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Let's what? The light of the glorious gospel. So in him was life. And the light was what? So can we say light is the gospel? Can we say that? Why, can we, why, why are we able to say the, the, the life of Jesus was the gospel? Because pastors, in him was so he died. Gave it to us. Now we are in the gospel. Is it? Let's the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should do what? Should do what? Shine unto them. A couple of Sundays I say, when God says, let there be light, there are two lights. There is the sun and the moon that is down there in creation. But when God says in Genesis 1, let there be light, he was talking actually about the light of the gospel. Genesis 1, 3. Keep it. Keep it. In was life. And the life was the light of men. And then here we have seen that the God of this world has blinded them, the, them that believe not, so that they may not receive the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. See you when? So, and God said, and God said what? Uh-huh. Alright. Let there be light and there was light. So, Sally, let's go to huh? Um, Sally, let's go to Genesis. I believe 13. Let's begin 13. Genesis 1, 13. Actually, Genesis, yeah, let's begin from there. Genesis 1, 13. And the evening and the morning were the third day, and God said, let there be lights. Let there be what? Genesis 1.3 Let there be Genesis 1.14 And God said what? Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens To divide what? To divide what? To divide what? So listen If you are seeing in Genesis 14 That there are certain lights you are creating to divide day and night. Can we say in Genesis 1 3, it is the sun you created? No. Have I answered you? Yes, you are lost. Are you, to, eh? <laughs> have, you, have you understood that? He says, so these that he created in 14 were the things now we see the stars, the moon, the sun, and everything. 
Tukumulia makapo. Nimeenda pole pole. Me am lost through by the scriptures. See what? To divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. How do we count a day? When the sun sets and rises. So when he said let there be light, he did not speak about the sun or the moon or the stars. So now we don't consider who is lost? Faith, you're lost. Uliza. Jesus was not created. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. So the light. So we can say, we can say in Genesis 1 3, Mr. Francis, that that was not the sun. Can we say that? We can say it's not the moon. See you when? So now let's go to Genesis 1 1. We saw many of you understand. In the beginning, Alright, what to go? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Pay attention to scriptures. Because if in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, it means that is not where God is. Where was he when, when he was creating heaven? Let's be intelligent. In the beginning, God created. So, before the beginning, where were you God? Okay, here's the James beginning. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. See your creation. See And the earth was. Please talk to me. Please keep for you. And the earth was. Now, James and Atuambia, every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of light with no shadow of creation. So, can God create something that is void? No. Can God contain darkness? No. That tells you, you don't read your Bible, when you turn pages easy, you're turning years. These are years you're turning. So, something has happened between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2. Who is lost? Okay. Who has not shikari? Yes, to you. What has you not shikari? Who is camera? Uliza, Uliza, you're so Take a microphone. I think I just gave time to hear that in the one one and one two. Okay. You guys are in some point. You can see your children. Esther, I don't have a lot of So let me use an example of this. So the Bible says, for example, God comes and speaks to Abraham, tells Abraham, 
I will give you a son. Call who? Isaac. Call who? Isaac. Isaac. You, you flip a page and you see Isaac is born. But it took 25 years for Isaac to materialize. But on our context as we are reading, is a flip of a page. So, mistake yet tunafanyaga ni kusoma Bible na pages. Unona Isaac, alizaliwa, Isaac is hunting, Isaac is married. Those are years. Is it making sense? Those are years. To them, they are years. To you, you are flipping a page. Can I hear Amen. Let me explain another thing. The Bible was given chapter and verses for easy access. In the old scrolls, it is one big, huge scroll. That's why in Bible Nasema and Jesus, and it afuta where he was written. Are you getting my point? So, when we are reading the Bible according to Bible interpretation, those are some of the tools you use. You have to get into the mind of the person writing. Now, God is a perfect God. He creates things perfectly. So with that notion, how can a perfect God create a, create a heaven and an earth that is reformed without form and void? Something has happened. In a space of time, something has happened. Am I making sense? So, to rule with Genesis. Now, we are going to be polite. I'm taking you out tonight. How many of you are together with me? We're going to play a ball on a bigger story. So, what is right? So, in the beginning, are you seeing? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was doing what? Was doing what? Was doing what? Because I don't have enough time. There is a way I can I can actually connect scriptures and prove this is this is this scripture is talking about when Satan fell. It's talking about the fall of Satan. Now, when, when the fall of Satan literally does not mean Anyanguka Akabomoa Mikima. Let's not get it twisted. The fall of Lucifer to here brought darkness. Because he's an evil guy. So, when the Bible says the earth was without form, it means something was introduced to a beautiful creation that was never meant to be. So it became void and dark. So, to get the surprises. Do you introduce a revelation or you introduce light? You introduce what? You introduce what? Now let's go to First Corinthians 4 3. No, I need to prove this. It's just out here. But if our gospel be he, it is he to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who believe not. Let the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. So the gospel has light. You wait. Alright, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but who? 
Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servant for Jesus' sake. Verse number six is where we're going. For God, so many Babodian For who? For God commanded to shine out of God and his heavenly. Let there be let there be light where? In a place that was dark. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has done what? To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Actually, the Bible says in Galatians that God was preaching to Abraham the gospel. Yeah. It is there. Because the plan of God was the gospel. The lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world. So when when this chaos has happened, there is darkness. God and you watch a plan. And he said, let there be light. It's the gospel. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, praise be to God. Hallelujah. Can I hear a better amen? So the introduction of demonic forces here brought darkness. So God knew the only option is to have light. The light of the gospel. I receive light. I receive light. Yes, I told Miss Mama. Ulisa Swali. Two microphone. Just to clarify two things. Yes. When you speak about the gospel uh-huh. from before creation. Yes. The Kumanisha in Moses from the Old Testament at Awao, they were living in the dispensation of grace. Yes. That's why. That is the reason why. Uh, that's the reason why. Abraham was what? A moon worshiper. Yet God calls him my friend. That is grace. Abraham sleeps with the house manager and brings forth a generation. That is grace. Laban and a Torea said, That is grace. The introduction of the law was an interruption. Grace. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, when you see, when you're speaking about um, the darkness being, or when, when there's darkness in there, uh, it should pass to the fall of, of Lucifer. Actually, darkness, in Nigeria, who gives us number one? Yeah. So, when, you, so you me, yeah. when, when the Bible talks about and God created the heaven and the earth, mm-hmm. so how can you your you see, between Genesis 1 1 and Genesis 1 2 is what happened between God and Satan. It's just that I don't want to get into it. There are so many scriptures that prove that. In a sense. So, Ukisoma, about 2 Corinthians 4. Now, they will move out of my notes, but you're learning something. Are you learning something? Yes. Who is learning something? We don't understand. And the same But if our gospel be so the gospel can be hidden. See you? Yes. And the gospel is what? The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If the gospel be it is hid to them that are lost. 
So there are certain people that are lost, and this seeming gospel is hidden to them. See who? Alright. In whom the God of this world. So who is the God of this world? Because that's a small sheep. It's Satan. Where did he get this authority or that city? From Adam. Ama Adam. He was given a lease by Adam. That is why in temptation, worship me and I will give you all these kingdoms. If that was not true, it would not be a temptation. In whom the God of this world has done what? Has done what people of God? So the work of the devil is what? To blind people against what? The gospel. The gospel. So as long as you are preaching the gospel, the enemy is very active. When we begin talking about prosperity, he is taking some some seats. And I don't want to stress. But when you begin to talk about the gospel, actually persecution in the book of Acts was about the gospel. Nothing else. You will always get opposition when you preach the gospel. In whom the God of Israel has done what? Blinded the minds of them which do not what? So there are people who are not believing the gospel. So they are already blinded by the God of Israel. Has it made sense? So where were we? Because that's a little bit Light. You may receive light. Any question? <laughs> Any question? Any question? So first Peter 2. First Peter 2. two. First Peter 2. two says. Says what? As newborn babes desire. Talk to me. As newborn babes. Do what? Desire. That you may. That you may. So you have to desire the word of God. That you may do what? That you may do what, son? That you may grow thereby. Now let's go to Hebrews because I want to connect this to then uh, we'll pray. I think I have, maybe we shall continue next Sunday. Let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter number 5. Hebrews 5. Hebrews 5. Hebrews 5. Verse number, just a minute, verse number um, let's begin from verse number 12. Can we read the message? Let's begin with the amplified version. You see something there. What does the Bible say? For even though by this time you ought to be teaching others. We are going to read it together. Close. For even though by this time you ought to be teaching others. So by what time? You ought to be doing what? You see why why the reason why sometimes I say things and they seem like they are shocking you is because by this time you ought to be teachers. The church is a Bible school. The church is meant to be a Bible school. You go to the madrasa uh, classes. Those kids as little as this, they are beaten to cram the Quran. Huh? See Christians. See Christians. They only know five scriptures. Jesus wept. In the beginning. For God told up the one. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. And Psalm 23. 
imagine. These are truths. As long as you don't know the word of God, the devil will mess you up. Can I hear an amen? For though by this time, you ought to be teachers, teaching others, you actually need someone to teach you over again the very first principles of God's word. You have come to need milk. Huh? You have come to do what? And that's why in this church, I don't give you milk. I give you books. And I hear you. Amen. Because milk will grow you to a certain level. And not so food. For anyone who continues to feed on milk, it's obviously an experience. Even the guys. Even the guys that are not reading, it applies there. <laughs> For everyone who continues to feed on me is obviously inexperienced and unskilled in the doctrine of righteousness. Pay attention. It says what, my lady? That you ought to go from milk to solid food. See the And then he says, anyone who is still taking milk is unskilled in a particular teaching, the doctrine of righteousness. That is why when you keep feeding on milk, you are talking about generational curses. <laughs> when you keep feeding on milk, you're talking about who curse Where is my cow? I saw a poster man say, uh, at, at, at the poster, it's a crusade. Where is my gown? I'm coming for my gown. Really? <laughs> wow. It's a skill in the doctrine of what? Of righteousness. Of conformity to divine will in purpose, thought, and action. For he's merely an infant. Not doing what? Never to talk yet. But, but solid food. One to go. But solid food is for is for all men. Is it saying for masters? No. Is for who? For all men. For those who sense the mental faculties. Adam what? By patience. Adam what? Are trained by patience. By practice. Oh, by practice. The Bible is saying. <laughs> Why we say money? Stop your maziwa. Twenty for solid food. When you are not maziwa, ako unskilled. Anja anza kuongea. When you ako kuchakula mzito, anafanya nini? He is being trained to practice. So when I teach you these things, I'm training you to practice them so that you see them. To discriminate and distinguish between what is morally good. And noble, and what is evil, and contrary, either to divine law or human law. Have you seen something there? Have you seen something there? So say, I am born of the word of God. I am born of the word of God. You're not convinced. Say, I am born of the word of God. I am born of the word of God. I live the word of God. I live the word of God. I practice the word of God. I practice the word of God. So if we imagine if these things were in in your spirit man, what type of prayer will you be praying? What type of prayer will you be praying? That Lord, oh, I have received you. I did not receive another bag of blood and, and the flesh. 
I am born of the scum of God. I am born of the word of God. So there is no stopping me everywhere I go. Just like my father cannot be stopped, I also cannot be stopped. That's how you pray. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, that liveth and abideth forever. Say with me. Say with me. I am born of the word of God. I am born of the word of God. Say again, I am born of the word of God. 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 My life, my life, my life, my life, my life, my life is not people's opinion. My life is the opinion of the word of God. Can I hear an amen? Amen. That is why the Bible says, Say to the righteous, it shall be well with them. You are righteous because of Jesus. Say with me, it shall be well with me. It is well with my family. So Father, this week as I go about my business, it is well with me because I am your righteousness. It is well with me. It is well with my finances. It is well with my mind. It is well with my soul. In the name of Jesus Christ. I have been young and now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Neither them begging for bread. So, Father, because I am righteous by your word, I will not be a beggar. Uh, I will not be a beggar in the name of Jesus. I refuse to live in insufficiency because the grace of God makes all sufficiency to abound in my life in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I hear a better amen? Are you ready to pray? You ready to pray? You have learned something? Now, get a scripture that ministers to the situation you're going through. If you're going through a financial challenge, the Bible says he was made poor. And through his poverty, you have been made rich. The Bible says that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above, all that we may ask or think according to the power that works in us. If you're sick, stand with the scripture that says, by his stripes, I was healed. Can I hear a better Amen. I hear better, amen. amen. If you're here and you're, you don't know how to go about your life, you don't know how uh, what, uh, uh, what assignment God has called you to do, the Bible says that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So Lord, I thank you because you're leading and guiding me in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you ready to pray, people of God? Alright, stand up on your feet. Please don't walk out. This is the time where you pray for your life, pray for your destiny. I want you to stand up on your feet. Could you give me a punch on the monitors if you can? Stand up on your feet. We are going to pray. We are going to pray. We are going to pray. Oh, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. We have discussed so much, but don't let this uh, uh, pass your heart and your mind that you're already born of God. You have overcome the one. Begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. People of God, open up your mouth, open up your heart. And let's begin to pray. Let's begin to call upon the name of Jesus. Begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Open up your mouth and begin to pray. Something happens when you pray the word of God. Don't pray your challenge. Don't pray your circumstance. Pray the word of God. Pray the word of God. Pray the word of God. Activate the word of God in prayer. Pray the word of God. Pray your results. What do you want to see? Pray your results. 
pray your result. Pray the result that you want to see. Almighty God, I thank you, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, I decree and declare my life is winding upward, escaping from hell below. I decree and declare my marriage is winding upward, escaping from hell below. I decree and declare that my life is hidden in Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, I have received the resurrected life. I carry this away, life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. In the name of Jesus, wisdom is being dispersed in my spirit land. In Jesus' mighty name, I have the capacity oh, and the comprehension to understand the scriptures of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, I open up my inner man for the flow of the Spirit of God. For as many as I lay upon the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Marco Sekele, I decree and declare my life is hidden in Christ. My marriage is hidden in Christ. My children are hidden in Christ. In the name of Jesus. Not by power, not by might, but by the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus.